When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's so funny? Why, Friday Follies, of course, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. (laughs) The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This episode of Bells in the Battery was originally released May 26, 2020. You guys sit back and relax. We'll be there pretty soon. I'm getting nervous here. Come on, Brad. It was Arnie's turn to pick where we go on summer vacation. And I'm driving, so you can't get out of it. But we don't even know where we're going. It's gonna be a surprise. That's what I'm afraid of. Come on, Brad. Get in the spirit of it. It's a mystery trip. It's a mystery why I agreed to this. You just have to trust me, Brad. After all... We're on vacation down the highway we cruise. You don't know where we're going, so I'll give you some clues. We're going to a place that has lots of sand. The sun's always out, so you'll get your tan. So start your cogitation to guess our destination. What location do you think that I have planned? Is it South Carolina, the place called Myrtle? Is it Coronado to which we hurdle? Maybe we're going to the beaches of Malibu. Are we driving all the way to Honolulu? No. No, no. Don't be ridiculous. We're going to the place where we'll have lots of fun. It's the happiest place that's under the sun. As a vacation location, it is number one. You'll be knocked out like a phaser on sun. We're at the end of our drive. We're about to arrive. Here we are in Area 51. Area 51? Yes, Area 50. Oh, this is great. I can't wait to go in. See, even Brad's excited about Area 51. You betcha. I can't wait to hit the dance floor. Put on your boogie. Wait. Put on your boogie. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What does it have to do with... with disco. Mr. Bell, Area 51 is the most famous disco palace ever! I think you're thinking of Studio 51. Did I pack my polyester leisure suit? Actually, he's thinking of Studio 54. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's in Studio 54. Let's go in. Let's go in. Where is it? Where is it? Uh, Studio 54, where are you? Brad, 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 we're not at Studio 54 or Studio 51 or any studio. Not even Universal? No. MGM? No. Hal Roach? Brad, this is Area 51 is famous for a UFO. A what? UFO. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what you can do. You can... Brad, Brad, Area 51 is legendary for the idea that a UFO that crashed is hidden here. Where, where, where is it? I don't see it. It's hidden, Brad. We can't see it. Oh, so we drove all that way to spend our summer vacation looking at something that we can't see? Yeah, isn't it exciting? Excuse me. Yeah. Hey, it's a secret guard. He's going to arrest and bury us deep in Area 51. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm here to give you the tour. The tour? Yes. Of Area 51? Yes. It'll be $2 each. My treat. Let's go. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Uh, Excuse me, Mr., uh... Mr. Hasblatt. Colonel Hasblatt retired. How is it you could give us a tour of a super-secret base? I used to work here. I was around when 
You know what arrived. Really? Wow. What? What is what we know? What? The UFO, Brad. The UFO is here. Uh, no, it's not. See, Arnie, I told you it was all just a myth. It's at Area 50. About two miles that way. How come everybody thinks it's in Area 51? Well, back when they were trying to figure out where to take it, we had 50 areas, and they put it to a vote. Should they take it to Area 48, 49, or 50? And 51. So, Area 51. Yes, that information was leaked and completely misunderstood. Okay, wise guy. If there are only 50 areas, how can there be an Area 51 right here? Huh? 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 Explain that! Well, Area 51 was built to decoy the tourists and conspiracy nuts. They come out here and try to figure out how to break in and wander around and take pictures and have a marvelous time. We really should charge them. And all the strange lights they see at night? Well, what kind of hosts would we be if we didn't put on a little fireworks show for them every once in a while? Look, I'm not really buying this whole Area 50 thing. It's take us here, take us here, take us Area 50. And can we hurry? I'm getting hot in this polyester suit. I'd be glad to take you there. Just come over here and hop onto the tram. Uh, as soon as you pay your two dollars each. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, okay, six dollars, let's go. Just a minute, just a minute. If Area 50 is top secret, why are you taking us there? Because I'm bored. Look, are you going to go to the TV news about this? No. To the newspapers? No. It'll be on his podcast. Well, that'll guarantee that nobody will hear about it. He's got your number, Mr. Bell. All right, everybody. Keep your hands and feet inside the tram, and here we go. So is it true that you're actually using some alien technology there? No, no, of course not. This tram doesn't have any wheels. Yes, it does. No, it does. It was coming about a foot off the ground. My feet are off the ground. I followed instructions. No, no, that's not what I meant. I mean, this is anti-gravity. And here we are. Tea. I could use some coffee. Refreshments at the end of the tour. Let's go. The entrance to this facility is this blast-proof door. It can withstand anything short of a nuclear explosion. So how do we get in? The key is under the mat here. That's pretty loose security, isn't it? Oh, no, no. The mat is part of the security. See, it's not a welcome mat. It says, go away. What kind of idiot would read that and actually... Come on, guys, let's get out of here. You saw the mat. And I saw that coming. Come on, Brad, it's all right. He's letting us in. I don't know. That mat looks pretty mean. Do you want to see the UFO stuff or not? Oh, is there a gift shop? Why would there be a... In the back, just as you're leaving. The door is open, everybody. Follow me. This is the main hall that branches out into the various sections. Is alien technology used in this building anywhere? I keep telling you, we use very little alien technology. It's very bright in here. Yes, it is. Considering there are no light fixtures. Hmm. I think you got it, Marnie. Alien technology! Alien technology! Okay, now that we got you, what is some of the alien technology that you've got? Uh, like, for instance, did we get Velcro from alien technology? Well, actually, they didn't have Velcro. They had Smellcro. Smellcro? Yeah, follow me into the Smellcro lab. It was discovered that we humans get our nutrition through food, but the aliens get their nutrition through... Odors. You mean like 
smells? Yes, and the more pungent the smell, the more nutritional value it has. Wow, Brad Socks alone could feed an army for a year. Uh, you'll see a series of Smelco strips pasted to the wall over there. Yes? Most of them have smells attached to them. I don't see any smells. Mr. Bell, you can't see a smell. You smell a smell, Mr. Bell. And something in here smells like... Brad? Brad? I was going to say pastrami. This is how the aliens store their odors. They compress the odor into a small sphere and stick it against the smell crawl, where it stays. Get out of here. No, really. Choose one and put your nose close to it. All right. Let me just, uh... Oh, whew, that smells like pastrami. Huh, see, told you, pastrami, on rye, with mustard, and, and a, a side, side of barbecue-flavored chips. chips. You have a keen nose, Mr. Bell. Well, thank you, and my hair is pretty good-looking, too. But you said the aliens compress their odors into a sphere. How exactly do they do that? It's a very delicate and complex process, but I could demonstrate if uh, someone here could give me an odor. Why is everybody looking at me? We saw what you had for lunch, Brad. You mean my baked bean, broccoli, cabbage, and turnip casserole? Don't forget the asparagus. It didn't have any asparagus in it. Oh, oh yes, yes, it, it did. did. We spent two days in a car with you, Brad. We know. Two long days. Well, what do you expect me to do? Just what comes naturally, Brad. We all might want to step outside. Better yet, send Brad outside, because we're going to stay in this room a little bit longer. Good point. Here, young man, take this jar. Capture the odor and quickly put the top on the jar and screw it down tight. This is the most embarrassing thing I have ever done. No, it's not. Doesn't even make the top ten. All right, all right. I'll go out into the hall and be right back. This shouldn't take long. Did you just feel the ground move? Oh, oh my goodness. What? What is it, Arnie? I felt a great disturbance in the force, like millions of olfactory sensory neurons cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. Except for the silent part. Okay, I'm back. Here's the jar. Very good. Now, everybody step back. I'm going to open the jar, reach in and grab the scent, and turn it into a sphere with these special gloves, and ta-da! And now I stick it on the smell crow on the wall. Now, whenever I need it, I simply put it off the smell crow, being careful not to drop it, and oops... <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, what say we leave this room, like, urgently? Why is everybody in such a rush to get out? Whew, okay, that was a close one. Excuse me, excuse me, ooh, ooh, excuse me, call on me. Uh, yes, yes, little fellow, you, you have a question. Have we gotten anything from alien technology that has really benefited mankind? Oh, oh yes, definitely. Follow me down to uh, this room here. Let's go inside. Ah, uh, this looks like a storeroom. Yes, it's a storeroom. It's where we store things like alien technology. Get with the program, Mr. Bell. I was just commenting... Okay, okay, okay. Where's the alien technology that has benefited mankind? Look over there in the corner. Do you see that? That suitcase with the wheels on the bottom there. Oh, it's inside that suitcase. No, it is the suitcase. Is it an anti-gravity suitcase? No. Is it an anti-dimensional suitcase? No. What kind of suitcase? 
Perfect, is it? It's a suitcase with wheels. Oh, boy, I can't do without that. That's a great invention. People used to have to carry suitcases by this little handle that made your fingers all sore. Oh, I remember those days. I'm glad they're gone. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You've had this technology since the late 40s, right? Yes. Well, how come they didn't come out until 1972? Well, we had to reverse engineer them to figure out how they worked. It's a suitcase. We knew that. And there's wheels on it. We found that out. And you pull it along with that extendable handle. That's the part that threw our scientists. Wait, wait. There's an extendable handle on these suitcases? Of course there is. How have you been using your suitcases with wheels? Well, I've been doing kind of a squatty dunk walk and pushing them along the floor. This is why it takes him a long time to get through the airport. Sure built up the muscles in my knees, though. Listen, would you like to see the alien spacecraft itself? All righty, then. Back into the hall. And follow me down this corridor. I'll tell you the story of how it all happened. In 1947, in Roswell, New Mexico, something crashed out in the desert. Flying saucer, flying saucer, it's a flying saucer. Tell us it was a flying saucer. Well, it wasn't a flying anything by the time I got there because it had crashed. We took the craft and all the debris to Area 50, where we've been studying it ever since. And you found that this was a highly sophisticated and ultra-advanced vehicle that was eons ahead of anything we could conceive? Uh, did I mention that it crashed? I mean, it went billions of miles from its home planet all the way to the Earth and crashed in the desert where there's nothing to run into. Oh, well... There is that. So, what made it crash? Well, apparently George was distracted. Who's George? Oh, he was the pilot. Of the UFO? Yes. How did you know that? Freddy told us. Freddy? Yes, he was the navigator. So, Freddy ratted out George, huh? Uh, Brad, I think there's something else we should take away from this. The aliens on the spacecraft... Talked to you? Talked? <laughs> we couldn't get them to shut up. So, what happened to the aliens? Well, I'm sorry, that part's classified and I can't tell you. I think I had one of them as an Uber driver last week. Brad, don't be ridiculous. Was he driving a green 72 Chevy? Uh, no, 50-inch Studebaker. Oh, no, that wasn't him. Are you suggesting that some of the aliens... And here we are. Behind these doors is the alien spaceship. Whoa! Sorry, I just thought we needed some appropriate music there. I'll, I'll just open the door here. Step inside, and you'll see history. What a big room. Look at all the monitors and cameras and everything. And that big old dinted-up rusty cargo container in the corner. I suppose it contains the UFO. No. No, that is the UFO. That's the UFO? A big, rectangular, rusted, dented, ugly thing? Well, it did crash, you know. I thought it'd be more elegant looking. Maybe a little more saucer-ish, with little flowers around the edge like my grandmother has. No, 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 no. It's just a big box to travel through space in. Would you like to see the inside? Is it as disappointing as the outside? 
You'll have to be the judge of that. Our very first problem when we got it here was to figure out how to get inside the vehicle. How did you end up doing that? With a laser torch? Oh, yeah, laser torch. That'd be cool. (laughs) No, 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 no. We didn't use a laser torch. What'd you do? What'd you do? Uh, We turned this doorknob. This isn't going anywhere near as well as I hoped it would. This is the inside of the UFO. It's kind of dark in here. Dusty, too. <coughs> what is it, the maid's week off? We were only able to get a few minor systems working. We never could figure out how to uh, fire up the engines. I uh, mind if I take a peek? I suppose it can't do any harm. You go right ahead. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Huh. I wonder how many light years this thing gets to the gallon. I see someone has a sense of humor. How's that? <laughs> someone hung one of those pine tree-shaped air freshener things in here. Uh, no, that was... Yeah, when we opened it. Another boon to mankind. Next, you'll be telling me it had mud flaps with the silhouette of a pretty lady on them. Actually... I found it! I found it! What? What? What What did you find? Under this console here. See, look inside this little metal drawer. Oh, yes, we, we saw those little round things, but we didn't know what they were for. They're fuses. Fuses? Little round fuses. Didn't you ever have one in the basement of your home? You unscrew them like this. Then you simply replace them with another fuse. I remember these, but Arnie, I don't think these things have been around since maybe the 50s or 60s. And we were so close. Maybe I got a nickel. A nickel? A nickel for here perfectly. Well, I don't know. Let me see. I've got this. Uh, I've got this. I've got a nickel. Give me a nickel. Give me a nickel. Okay, now I push it in like this. And... You did it! You powered it up! Quickly, we must get out of this spaceship! I don't wanna! Come on, Arnie! Now follow me! We must go to this room in the corner of the building! Now I'll open the door. Good news, everybody! Your ship is functional. What are you talking about? I'm saying you can leave now. What are you saying? We can go home? Yes. Yes. Please. But I ain't finished today's lobster bisque. It's almost time for my massage. Perhaps you don't understand. This isn't a request. Get out of here. We can take a hint. Hey, I'm only giving you one star and yelp. Can I get a doggy bag? Shotgun, I'm riding shotgun. I say we don't let George drive. Yeah, he got us into this mess. Oh, come on, fellas. If you hadn't been checking your Facebook page. Take your places, guys. I'm closing the door. Did he say Facebook? They're about to take off. I must open the roof doors. I think you're too late. Oh, dear. What a mess. But at least we got rid of them. Well, I guess there's nothing left for us to see here. Gift shop! Gift shop! We're going to the gift shop! I'm afraid that was in the back part of the spacecraft. Oh, then there's nothing left to see here. So if you could take us back to Area 51 where the car is, we'd appreciate it. Uh, no, no, your, your car is here. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You drove it here. We didn't drive it yes, here. Yes, you did. We did not. See, it's right over there where you parked it. But I don't 
re- how? Wh- huh? Come on, Mr. Bell, let's get home. I have so much to blog about. Yeah, let's get out of here quick before they realize I picked up this piece of extraterrestrial metal. That's a bottle cap, Brad. An extraterrestrial bottle cap. Yeah, fine. Okay, everybody into the car. I really don't remember parking inside this building. Maybe Pip sees the name of their planet. Let's just get out of here. Are they gone, Hasblat? Yes, sir, they have departed. Excellent. When they tell the world what's happening in areas 50 and 51, it'll distract everybody from what's actually currently happening in area 49. Yes, sir. Can you imagine how much trouble we would be in if they knew that since early 2020, we've been hosts to the Covidians? All 19 of them. If you produce audio dramas, it obviously isn't to become rich and famous. You love the medium, and you want to share your passion for theater of the mind. The Mutual Audio Drama Network is looking for you. Mutual presents audio dramas every day of the week, each with its own genre. Mystery, sci-fi, comedy, horror, all reaches of the imagination. It doesn't matter if you produced your shows years ago or are still cranking them out. Share them on the world's largest collection of modern audio drama and audio fiction. Give a listen at MutualAudioNetwork.com. And if you'd like to be a part of the excitement, with free access to all sorts of voices, sound effects, music, and more, just drop a line to mutualaudio at gmail.com. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. Why not join us today?